Hello and welcome to Small Publishing in a Big Universe. I am your host, L.A. Jacob. Since this is our first episode, let me take a few moments to tell you who we are. Small Publishing in a Big Universe is a podcast that we've been wanting to do for quite a long time. Our goal is to bring you interviews and discussions about a variety of publishing and writing-related topics. Although it is aimed primarily at independent authors and small publishers, we think that many readers may also enjoy the insights into, as one of our colleagues put it, how the sausage is made. While that might be our primary goal, we hope to also be entertaining and have a little fun along the way. For now, we intend to publish once a month. Follow us on social media to find out when new episodes become available. Welcome to our podcasting journey. This episode, we have part one of an interview with Stephen Radecki, the managing editor of Paper Angel Press, coming up. This episode of Small Publishing in a Big Universe is sponsored by Paper Angel Press. Paper Angel Press publishes general fiction and mysteries under their own name, with two additional imprints, Water Dragon Publishing for science fiction and fantasy, and Unruly Voices for nonfiction and poetry. Watch for these books coming soon from Paper Angel Press to online booksellers near you within the next few weeks. On August 15th, from their Unruly Voices imprint, comes Artisanal Gibberish 2 by Matthew Legur, which will present more, um, poetry. Also coming in August is the latest story in the Dragon Gems short fiction program, The Alchemist's Daughter, by Paul S. Moore, a tale about a king, a troubadour, and a fine lady. Seeker, a high fantasy novel, which is book one of the Unwoven Tapestry series by Morgan Chalute, is slated to come out from Water Dragon Publishing in September. And it's audiobook August. Sign up for their mailing list at waterdragonpublishing.com slash free audiobook and register for a chance for a free audiobook of your choice from any of their imprints. Right now, here's some more information about creating your own Dragon Gems. Hello, authors. Do you have a science fiction or fantasy short story under 10,000 words in your drawer of unpublished work and you don't know what to do with it? You can submit it to Water Dragon Publishing's short story program, Dragon Gems. To view the current Dragon Gems, go to waterdragonpublishing, all one word, dot com slash dragon gems. You'll find high quality, well-produced short stories. And if you have a fantasy or science fiction short story, they will be happy to take a look at it. For more information, go to waterdragonpublishing.com slash submissions. Hi, and welcome back. Today's guest is Stephen Radecki, the owner and managing editor of Paper Angel Press. We discuss the different imprints and what he expects of an author when submitting a manuscript, and what is expected of an author when you're signed up with his publishing company. Next time, we will be discussing a little bit about marketing and promotion. If you would like to participate in our future Ask the Publisher podcast, go to 
spbu-podcast.com and press the Ask Us link at the top. And here's the interview. Hi, and here is Stephen Redecki, owner and managing editor of Paper Angel Press. Welcome, Stephen. Thank you for having me. So the first question that I have is, what are the different imprints with Paper Angel Press, and why did you create them? So right now, we have three imprints. We have uh, Paper Angel Press, which is kind of also the parent company. I'll call it the main imprint, for lack of a better term because we haven't yet come up with a clever name for it, uh, focuses on mysteries and more general literary type fiction. We have Unruly Voices, which is where we're publishing our memoirs, our self-improvement books, and our poetry. Mm -hmm. And then we have Water Dragon Publishing, which is our imprint dedicated to fantasy and science fiction. You ask why we created them. Originally, everything was under papering to press. And as our catalog grew, it became more and more difficult to give some of the books some of the attention they deserved based on their audiences, because things were getting lost. If, if we were promoting like the mysteries, then the, the fantasy books weren't getting promoted. If we were doing the poetry, then something else wasn't being promoted because they were all under the same brand, for lack of a better term. Um, And it also made it very confusing when we went to conventions and other events that were very genre specific because people would be confused about, well, you've got all these other books. And so we Mm -hmm. felt like separating it into the separate imprints would allow us to do much better targeted marketing at specific audiences. So for like the science fiction conventions, we'll go in as Water Dragon Publishing. If we're at local health fairs, for example, we'll probably go Unruly Voices. What do you expect from a submission? The first thing I'm going to look for, to be honest, is I'm going to look for, is the submission formatted properly? Are you behaving like a professional author out the gate? And you you would be surprised, or maybe you wouldn't, <laughs> how many <laughs> submissions we get where there's no page numbers, no headers. There's, you know, there's none of the basics that have part, been part of manuscript or decades. So automatically you're, you know, like being in school, you're automatically docked a grade <laughs> coming in before we, before we've even started reading it, because it meant you can't follow instructions or you were, you were too lazy to do the research on which to figure out what a manuscript format should look like. I find it particularly irksome because we have a link on our submissions page that right. says, if you don't know what a manuscript format here's what one looks like. And there's a link that takes you there. There's really not a good excuse. You know, I don't know if some people may consider that nitpicky or petty or whatever. Uh, The the, the other thing that I also recommend that authors not do, um, unfortunately, this has only happened a couple of times, is they will paste their submission in the body of the email. You want it as an attachment. (laughs) Yes, it should be an attachment. (laughs) Granted, the instructions are not exactly clear on that, but we kind of assume, you know, they've probably <laughs> done it as a Word document or whatever, and they're just going to... Right, right. But yeah, we've had a couple where people have pasted the submission into the email, which makes it a little difficult to edit. The The formats are, that we prefer are on the websites. So ideally Word, um, ODT, or RTF. I've had some people send them in in PDF, and that's okay, because... I can comment on those. I can I can save those out as 
word and add additional comments, not the end of the world. Everything else, you know, means we've got to convert it into something we're using and bad mm -hmm. things can happen. Step two to that is on the submissions page, it's, uh, there's other requirements of what we need from you. And it's all on the submissions page. It's all on, you know, what, what, what kind of stuff we accept. Here's the information we need as part of it. It's all right there. So, you know, okay. not just for us, but for any publisher, read their submissions page and see what their requirements are. Because some of them, yeah. we're fairly flexible, but some of them are extremely strict and are like, only use this font and use this line spacing. They, they are very specific. And if you don't follow those, they right. may not even look at it. Once you have it and once yes. it's looked at, about how long does it take before you finally, before you get back to the author, whether or not it's been um, accepted? And do you tell them why it wasn't accepted? We, we try really hard to let them know within 90 days. Don't mm -hmm. always make it. For anybody who understands the publishing industry is actually just kind of unheard of. because That's very fast. If you submit to an agent or a big publisher, be prepared to wait anywhere from six to 18 months. Whether we accept your manuscript or not, we will send you very specific feedback about the things we like or the things that we felt that need to be improved. You don't get a form letter? No, no. That's part of the value we want to add to the whole process and just kind of to the industry. Because we, we get some, actually, we get a fair number of submissions that are that close you know, they're really, really good, but like the middle needs some work or the end needs some work, or there's a character that wasn't believable or their consistent use of the M dash was just maddening. And so we'll say, you know, we really, really enjoyed it. However, we don't want to accept it at this time, but if you fix these things, we'd really love to see it again. Oh, that that's very helpful for the author because it, yeah. most so, everybody, most, most publishers will just say, okay, we don't like it. Bye. Right. Well, and as an author myself, I mean, I, I totally get the whole madness of the form letter thing because it's it, it's useless as feedback. It tells you right. nothing about, well, did, did the story suck? Were you just <laughs> overbooked this month? Did you not like the fact that I use semicolons? I mean, you know, th there's nothing actionable, which is it's frustrating. Part of part of our philosophy is we want to try to treat authors, even ones that we don't accept the way that we would want to be treated. And that's kind of our guiding principle. So we, we always try to give some feedback. I, even if we accept it, you're also going to get some feedback because very few manuscripts are perfect. But even if we accept it, it'll be, we really would like to work with you to publish this. Da, da, da. However, part of the terms is we would like you to change this thing. And if they so, agree, that we'll, we'll address that as part of the editing process. Right. Some authors um, can be very stubborn. Okay. Uh, unwilling to make those kinds of changes. You know, it, it's their story. That's fine. I yeah, get it's, that. It's, it's you know. Yeah, you just might not be the correct market. The next question is, what do you expect from an author when you sign them on? Oh, when I sign them on, what I expect from an author is we really look at our publishing experience as a collaborative effort between us and the author. Our authors, you know, we, we give them a lot of input and opportunity to participate in how we craft the messaging of their book, what the tagline is going to be, what the different versions of the summaries are going to be. We allow them to have input into the cover design. We have, uh, we try to support them if they have local events that they want to go to and participate in because we're located out of Northern California and we can't be everywhere. So if somebody has a, a local event in, you know, Rhode Island, 
or, mm-hmm. or Kansas or whatever, you know, we have a set of materials that we can provide for them. Um, so if they're kind of going it alone, you know, it isn't okay. like they're having to bear the, the whole, the entire burden, their entire burden, the cost. So we can have them, we can have items, promotional items shipped to them and produced for them. And what we do when, when we develop a book is we put together what, what I call the press kit. But what it is, it's a, it's a collection of promotional items that the author can use to help promote their books. For example, there's we do business cards that have the book cover and then the URL and the summary on the back. We do those instead of bookmarks because we found, one, they're a lot less expensive to produce than bookmarks. And they're also easier for authors to just carry around than bookmarks because they fit in your pocket and they fit in the standard uh, you know, business card case or the business card holders or whatever. And we also do uh, postcards. We do social media banners um, and, and several other things that we provide as part of the, okay, author, here's your book. Here's a bunch of stuff that you can post on your social media or send out to uh, readers or whatever. So we, we, okay. we try to, you know, we have all that ready before the book is launched so that they can start the process. The, the other thing is as they're promoting their book, we also expect them to also help us promote our other books and our press. So if, you know, if they see that, you know, we're promoting this book, uh, you know, on social media, we would like them to like and share that. Or if we have some particular announcement, we would like to, to like and share that as well. Cause, yeah, because their followers and their friends or whatever may be also interested in some of the other stuff that we have, but they yes. need to know about that it's there. Thanks again to Stephen Radecki for participating in our interview. Stay tuned for next time when we will be talking about marketing and promotion. Matthew Laguerre, the person to blame for artisanal chippers here. In case you can't get enough artisanal chippers, there's more on the way. Artisanal chippers 2 will be available August 15th with yet more mad poetry. Just don't think about it too much. You can get both artisanal chippers 1 and artisanal chippers 2 yet more gibberish in trade paperback or digital editions from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, Smashwords, or other online booksellers, or you can support your local independent bookstores by ordering it through bookshop.org or indiebound.org. For more information, visit unreallyvoices.com slash artisanal dash chippers. See, I could told you I could do this in 30 seconds. Ha! Thanks again to our guest. We plan on publishing new episodes every second Wednesday of the month. Watch for new episodes around that time. Music is provided by Melody Loops. If you want to know more about small publishing in a big universe, visit our website at spbu-podcast.com. Tweet us at spbu Dash podcast and like us on Facebook at SPBU podcast. This podcast was recorded and edited by yours truly, L.A. Jacob. This month's episode was sponsored by Paper Angel Press and its imprints, Water Dragon Publishing and Unruly Voices. Thanks for listening and talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.